WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. I'm Janae Pierre. Happy Christmas if you're celebrating. Today, our team has taken the day off. But all this week, we're looking back at the year's top stories. The ones that really stuck with us and with you. Back in the spring, folks at Guinness World Records were busy keeping up with record-seeking subway enthusiasts. In April, former New Yorker Kate Jones broke the record for the fastest trip to visit all 472 subway stations. She completed the feat in 22 hours, 14 minutes, and 10 seconds. The next month, a new challenger entered the ring, and WNYC's Stephen Nesson went along for the ride. It's 1 a.m. at the Far Rockaway Mott Avenue A-Train stop. Queens resident Daniel Wells is about to embark on a grueling marathon, known as the Subway Challenge. He has his route all planned out. This one was a lot of guess and check. When can I make these transfers? It's going to take me X number of minutes. Make it from this stop to this stop by running. And there are rules he must follow to ensure his time is official. He needs to take a photo of each station. He carries a clipboard to document what time doors open and close. He also needs video evidence of every transfer. And dangling from his neck is a stopwatch tracking his time. His wife sees him off at the first station. All right. I think we're good to board the train here. Let's go to this one. And we're off. But already, there's a problem. The A train is leaving more than 10 minutes behind schedule. But Wells knows that's part of the challenge. I mean, in the end, MTA is going to MTA. It's, it's, it's New York. It's crazy. Weird things happen. A lot of it's just luck. He'll need better luck if he hopes to beat the record set by Kate Jones, who flew in from Switzerland just for the challenge. She nearly gave up after her third attempt went awry when she got on a train going in the wrong direction. But her fourth try was a winner. Wells has just one shot. I only have so many vacation days. They're doing a lot of construction over the summer. You need to visit every station. Jones and Wells both agree you have to knock out the A-line first. It's got those pesky shuttle stops, and it's just really long. And they agree you need to end on the 7 line in Flushing. All other plans can change on the fly. I feel like running. I'm going to call an audible, yeah. At the Ozone Park stop, Wells thinks if he sprints, he can catch an A train at Rockaway Boulevard, possibly shaving an extra 20 minutes off his wait time. All right, it's one mile. He makes it, but it doesn't save much time. And three hours later... A train adventures are over. That's just one line completed. Next, it's a brisk walk to the one train. Seven hours later, 
After going to lower Manhattan, we're back in the Bronx. I call it quits. While I wait for Wells to finish, I call Jones to find out about her run. She says months before she broke the record, she'd injured her ankle. I had lost the, the instincts to like run. You know, the way like a light changes and you want to run across an intersection. Turns out it was a major fracture. She had two rods, two plates, and ten screws in her ankle. But she says the subway challenge was her motivation to run again. When there's a train on the platform and the doors are closing, you have to run down the stairs and dive onto that train. My brain took over again, and it was really wonderful. It was like such a wonderful experience for me. Nearly a day later, Wells finally checks in with his time. He finished, but it took 23 hours, 27 minutes, and 9 seconds. So for now, Kate Jones remains the undisputed champion of the Subway Challenge. That's WNYC's Stephen Nesson. This year, we were able to connect with a bunch of New Yorkers through WNYC's Community Partnerships Desk. And as we gather with family and friends this holiday season, some of us are reminded of special family recipes. We asked some New Yorkers to share what comes to mind when thinking about a certain dish. My name is Yamini Joshi. I'm from Mumbai, India, and I'm here in New York City, Kew Garden, from 1999. I grew up in a very conservative family where all the daughter has to learn all household things when they grown up because they believe one day daughter has to go to in-law's house and she has to do all the responsibility of the family. And then my father and mother want me to start cooking at the age of 10. So I started cooking khichdi. It is very digestible dish and very easy to cook. It is made out of the rice and lentil, the split lentil, which is called mung dal. The khichdi is the best food for all ages. Like if you start feeding your baby a six-month-old, so khichdi is the best food for from six months to 80 years so I feel the best food in the world is the khichdi to nourish your body. Khichdi reminds me of my grandfather. Because when we're sitting together, eating together, and grandpa adding more ghee in the khichdi and feeding us and saying, eat it, it will be make you more stronger, more, more smarter, and more beautiful like that way. So I love my grandpa and I love the khichdi. I invented many dishes after that. I learned many dishes from my neighbors, from my family, from mother-in-law, from father, and from my other maternal grandmother. Lot of pickle recipe also learned from my maternal grandmother. All that memory is still with in my heart. And whenever I'm cooking something, I re- remember that person. I always be anxious to cook something else, anxious to go and feed my family. You know, I like whoever come to my door. I like to feed something special, something special. That's my nature. My name is Michelle Carlo, and I live in South Slope, Brooklyn, where I've been since, wait for it, 1988. Both sides of my family are from the island of Puerto Rico. My father's family came here in the late 1920s, my mother's in the late 1930s, which, as the diaspora goes, kind of makes us like Mayflower. (laughs) One of the holiday traditions from Puerto Rico is coquito. 
It's a beverage. It's a quintessential holiday libation. If you've never had it, it is a Caribbean vacation in a glass. And the recipes for Coquito are guarded like classified secrets, handed down from one person to another, and there is no sharing. My abuela made Coquito every single Christmas. People like wait for it. It was it was it was like the big reveal. Coquito, yeah, because it's just so good. But when my grandmother, my abuela, died unexpectedly in 1994, the recipe went with her, or so my family thought. Because the next Christmas, I showed up at my titi's, my aunt's gathering, and my family was like, "What? You're trying to make Coquito?" <laughs> Until they tasted it, and they were like, "What? How?" How? Because Abuela never let anybody watch her make coquito. I mean, it, you know, the kitchen would be full of people helping, you know, during the big meal preparation, but she would shoo everybody out because nobody could watch her make the coquito. But I did because I was a nosy and hungry child, teenager, and young adult. And on this one day in time, while Abuela was in the kitchen making a holiday magic, I was trying to see what kind of snack I could sneak. And there she was, making the coquito. And I can tell you, it is a delicious, sweet, creamy blend of rum, coconut, rum, milk, rum, vanilla, rum, eggs, rum, spices, and rum. That was Michelle Carlo in South Slope, Brooklyn. She wouldn't share her recipe with us, of course, but we do have the recipe for kishidi, which we heard before from Yamani Yoshi in Kew Gardens, Queens. You can find it at WNYC.org. Thanks for listening to NYC Now from WNYC. All this week, we'll have one story a day plus the latest headlines. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday. I'm Janae Pierre. We'll be back tomorrow. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.